Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Walking with God really means a life relegated and regulated by His will, inspired by the Spirit, and devoted to God's purposes. Now, walking with God implies certain things. Number one, walking with God implies entire self-surrender. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Ken Hagen. Stay tuned for the series, Walking with God. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. Genesis chapter number 5. I want to talk about walking with God. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Now, walking with God simply means living in the presence of God. That's what walking with God means. It's not something that's hard to do. It does not need a lot of explanation. When you walk with somebody, you are in their presence, enjoying their fellowship, living in unity and harmony with them. A lot of times when you're walking with somebody, you are in step with the individual that you're walking with. Many times you fall into a, into step without even realizing it. If you're marching in a marching unit, you will, everybody is in step because they are walking together. I know when I was in the army, they used to get us out there and they'd march us up and down, you know, hut, two, three, four, hut, two, three, four. And if you got out of step and if you coming down with this foot, when they say hut, you're supposed to be on the left foot, you got to do a, a skipping movement to get in step. And you, you skip along there until you get in step. I've watched some old guys, they didn't know how to do it. They skipping the whole time. Finally, the sergeant said, hey, ain't you got another foot? Use it. If you get out of step, just take a skip and get back in step. That's walking with someone. Walking with God really means a life relegated and regulated by His will, inspired by the Spirit, and devoted to God's purposes. Now, walking with God implies certain things. Number one, walking with God implies entire self-surrender. Entire self-surrender. Not part. Entire self-surrender. Many people say, well, all right, God, you can have all of this and so forth and so forth, but this little part right here, this is mine. You're not walking with God. 
You're out of step. You only can walk with God if you are entirely self-surrendered. It is a, an, a voluntary action. You're not doing it because somebody is holding something over your head. You're not doing it because you got a gun stuck in your back. You're not doing it because of some other reason. You're doing it voluntarily, self. Self-surrender. You know, there are a lot of times that kids surrender to the will of the parents. But it is not self-surrender. They did not voluntarily surrender to the will of the parents. They did it because the parent had control over them and said, all right, you don't want to do that? We'll just take away the money. Let's see how, how far you go in that car without any money. All right, we'll take away the keys. Now that is called involuntary. Not voluntary, that, that, you didn't volunteer to do it. You do it because you have to, there ain't no other way out. If you want your car, you gotta come in line with what they want done. God's not that way. God's not that way. If God tells you to do something, you decide you don't wanna do it, you know what he's gonna do? Set absolutely still and do absolutely nothing about it. If you get in a problem, you get in trouble. He's just going to sit there. You have to surrender yourself voluntarily to walk with God. He will not make you do anything. He will suggest. He will encourage. He will give you a direction. He will give you a guidance but he will not make you do it. Now, you know, when children are smaller, we have to make them come in line and do certain things. But when they get a little older, all you can do is suggest and so forth and so on. If they don't do it and they mess up, ain't nothing you can do about it because they're out of your control now. But you see, a loving earthly father, once they've messed up and they come in and say, hey, Dad, I messed up. Oh, forgive me, I'm sorry. I already listened to you, but I thought I knew more than you did. A loving earthly father say, that's all right, son. I'm sorry you got to learn the hard way. You know, they come in and ask you to help them out. You say, all right, let's see what we can do to get out of this mess. Any, any fathers know what I'm talking about up here? Huh? Some of you may know what I'm talking about. Thank God. His ways are much higher than our ways. He'll do the same thing. If you mess up, all you got to do is come in and ask for forgiveness and he'll help you out. It wasn't his best. It wasn't what he really wanted but he'll have mercy on you. I think it'd be better to entirely surrender and walk with God 
without having to get in trouble. Now, one time, when I was about three years old, we passed, Dad pastored a church in Farmersville, Texas. That little old church house sat over here right on the highway. Highway that comes from McKinney, goes to Greenville, Texas, Highway 24. Church sat there, I guess about 300 feet. The other side of the church, we had a, a parsonage. Now it was one of these old kind of parsonages. You know, all of you, you, the, the electric wires, it had been built before electricity and the electric wires was exposed. And they had these white looking deals that had screws on them and your wire was just hooked to it and you just screwed the light bulb in. And you had to unscrew it to turn it off and screw it in to turn it on. Anybody else there know what I'm trying to explain? They used to have them a lot of times out in the barn too. You know, one no light switch. Well, this one happened to be right behind what we used for a couch. And uh, there wasn't no light bulb in it. It was there so you could sit down and read on the couch, you know. Wasn't no light bulb in it, and I'm up there messing around, you know. And Daddy said to me, son, quit that. That thing is going to bite you, and you're going to get hurt. Okay, Dad. I'm still there running, tracing my finger around that edge, you know, going around and around the edge of that thing. He said, son, that will hurt you. Don't do it. You're going to get hurt. Okay, Dad. I'm going around there, and all of a sudden, I get around right here, and my finger slips. Bam. And, of course, you know, I, I hit that 110 went through me. I jumped backwards, landed out in the middle of the floor off the couch, you know, began to whimper and whine and go on. And he, he, he said, now, son, you learned the lesson, didn't you? Now, he didn't pick me up and love me. He was sorry that I got hurt, but there wasn't no use to picking me up and loving me. I didn't need any love at that time. I needed to be talked to about not messing up. You see, you can learn the hard way or the easy way. And it's up to you, not God. You can learn the hard way or the easy way when your fa earthly father tells you something. You can either go on and do it your way and learn it the hard way, you know, don't touch that stove, it'll burn you. All right. And then you put your hand on it. Well, God has laid down some things too. He's already told us a lot of things in the Word of God. We can either do them and everything will be great. Or we can try it our way and find out that God's way was the best to begin with. Anybody ever done that? You knew that God said this way, but you thought, well, now maybe that ain't exactly what God was talking about. This is a little bit different. 
So it probably doesn't apply. You were rationalizing. You wanted to do it so bad that you made it all right with God to do. But see, God, he ain't going to say nothing. You made it all right. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Two CDs, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the single CD and mini book, Where Do We Go From Here by Ken Hagan. These three items together are just $19.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Hey, and listen, if you're around our area uh, here on the 24th, we have a special carols or candlelight carols and mm-hmm. communion yeah. at, at 5 p.m. in the main auditorium here. That's right. And it is one of the, I mean, people come from all over. I mean, yes. we got a lot of people. I mean, I had somebody ask me the other day, are you having the, the carols and candlelight yes. sir, in communion? And I said, yes. They said, well, we want to come. They don't even come to our church. I know, but they come to that. It's beautiful. But they come because oh. they say it's it's one of the best uh, Christmas Eve deals that, that yes. they've ever been to. They like it. And one guy said, the reason I like it is because you do it at 5. Mm-hmm. Try to get us out by 6, no later than 6.15, mm-hmm. 6.20. We still have time to get home and to have celebrations and so forth and so on. So, hey, That's right. if you're in our area uh, on the 24th, 5 p.m., right in the Rama. Uh, auditorium, Rhema Church yes. Auditorium. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen, Walking with God. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.